Welcome to another episode of the Woods Water Mizzou podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Skeeter, and along with me as usual are Case and Cole. How are y'all doing? Great. Doing good. Well, Cole, you once again uh, are the DM man and slid in some DMs, and you have a <laughs> special guest tonight you want to introduce. I have, yeah, Mr. Leach, Dylan Leach, um, catcher for your Missouri Tiger baseball team. Dylan, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's it's good to be on here with y'all. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah, I've um, you are our third um, Mizzou student athlete that we've been able to have on the show. Uh, come once again via media of uh, you know, hit you up on social media and seeing that you were involved in the outdoors, and that's that's right up our alley. So that's uh, that's why we reached out to you, and we're happy to have you on the show. Well, I really appreciate it. Well, Dylan, do you do you want to begin by telling uh, just anybody listening exact you know what you want them to know about you, who you are, uh, exactly where you fit in with Mizzou, and and go from there. Yeah, so um, I'm a, a junior in school. Um, I'm actually graduating in May, so I've kind of hurried my schooling along, so that way. When, when the time comes and if I do end up getting drafted, I can have my school done and that way I don't have to worry about it. But I'm a, I'm a blue-collar kid. I've grown up my entire life in a small town just kind of uh, working, putting my nose down and working for everything I've had. Um, it's, it's kind of been a mindset with my family and everything. Like, we want to work for what we're going to get. And it's kind of helped getting to Mizzou and, and helping Mizzou win games that we needed to win. Love that. Absolutely, uh, man. Yeah. So last year you were on uh the Arkansas team and you've you transferred in the offseason to Mizzou. We 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 love that as fans. Uh anytime we could take something from Arkansas, we're all for it. So uh I know the fan base is, is excited to have you and y'all are off to a really strong start for the baseball season you just want to give an overall vibe of the team and and what you've experienced so far at your time at mizzou yeah no the vibe of the team right now has been really really stellar i mean everybody is is bought into what we need to be to be bought in we've eliminated all the uh negative stuff being said about us preseason all that stuff we wanted to go in opening weekend against top 25 teams and make a statement and i think we made that statement um, we did lose the the first game to Oklahoma State, but I don't think we beat ourselves in that game. There was one inning that they had six balls on the infield that just got into the outfield somehow. I mean, so, I mean, there was – it's been really good um, going down to FIU and taking uh, three out of four there. I mean, that, that was really good for the team around. And then after tonight's win, I think we're, we're going in the right direction and going to keep, keep going pretty good. Absolutely. Um... I got a question on the season coming up for you guys. You guys got a game versus the rival KU at Kauffman Stadium. Anyone talking about that game yet? Uh, we, we're taking it one game at a time right now. I think we're, we're focusing on the NJIT right now. Um, but, I mean, not the NJIT. We're focusing on the Texas Southern this weekend. Um, but guys have kind of, from the KC era, have talked about uh, the, the – um, game that we're going to have there but i haven't really thought about it. kind of what's going on in the next one for sure that's probably better mentality to have anyways it is for sure it's um it's been 
really exciting to you know kind of keep tabs on you guys and i, I kind of want to go back a little bit to that uh that oklahoma state game i mean first game of the year so you know it kind of it's kind of good and bad you know it, it almost sets the tone for the season to start out with you know a strong opponent in a strong tournament like that um i, I don't know if i guess we can call it a tournament but um kind of some round robin style play but it's you know it it makes it a little difficult and like, man, you know, I kind of wish we could have had that one back. I'm sure you guys probably kind of feel that way, right? Yeah, we, we do feel that way, but we kind of also took that as like, Hey, we're, we just showed the world that we're a lot better than what we are. Like we played a lot better. And then in the Texas game, we showed how we're actually going to play. We're going to be able to bunt and hit the, the base hit that we need to at the time and kind of just move runners. And I think that the first loss to Oklahoma state kind of, sh- kind of showed the world like, Hey, Mizzou's here to play. Yeah, we're we're definitely excited about that. I mean, I know you're originally from Texas. Um, you know, you had a you had a pit stop in Arkansas. Now, Missouri's your home. Um, I don't know how much research you did into the state of Missouri uh, before coming here, but you know, two programs, two major league programs within uh, within state boundaries. I'm sure you can probably realize that Missouri's a pretty pretty rich and uh, invested state when it comes to baseball. Um, is it is it pretty exciting to know that you know you're a part of something that's off to such a, a hot start not only within you know the University of Missouri but also you know within the state it's it's starting to I'm sure you guys are starting to get a little more attention than uh, than what you might have last year huh oh 100 percent um, and it's been really nice like I'm gonna be honest with you I I don't know much about Mizzou fans or anything like that. But it was really nice to see the turnout of fans we had tonight. And if y'all are listening, really appreciate y'all showing up. And uh, like it was, it was really awesome to see that and the support we had. I mean, they've probably never seen some of us because we have a brand new team, and they all supported us and cheered us on. And it was really awesome. Yeah, then not uh, you know doesn't hurt that it was a beautiful day in Columbia today. I think it was like oh, sixty something degrees, day. man. Wind blowing just slight, and it's sunshine. And I mean, it was a beautiful day to play baseball. It was. It was a good day. Dylan, my last baseball question for you before we get into your outdoors part of it. Uh, what is the ultimate Dylan Leach walk-up song? Um, so mine is uh, Ride the Lightning. Um, okay. I, yeah. I really like that one. And then my secondary one is uh, Don't Tread on Me by We the Kingdom. And that's kind of yeah. like my, my big go-to. But those are my two like 100% walk-up songs. Set your tone and, and get in the box, get you – in the right place mentally and then also let the opposing team know you're there to do damage exactly love that fellas y'all have any other baseball questions for him no i i want to get into uh yeah i want to get into a little bit outdoors yeah i'm kind of excited about that yeah let's um well i'll tell you what dylan let's just let's just give it to you man um why don't you as far back as your memory can can serve you on the outdoor portion of your life. Um, maybe just kind of get us caught up to speed on that. As long as I can remember, I've been outside and hunting. Uh, I remember when I was in diapers and uh, my dad, my grandpa and my uncle and my cousins, we'd all go out in the boat and uh, go duck hunting or my, every once in a while we uh, get thrown in a deer stand and be like, here, you need to kill a doe so we can have some meat or something like that. And, uh, but I mean, my entire life has been spent outdoors, fishing, hunting. Um, if I'm not doing baseball, I'm doing that. Like the other day, we had a, an off day, 
and it was really cold outside, but I was like, you know what? I kind of want to just get out of the house. And so I went to a local pond and just try to catch a couple fish if I could. But, um, I, I have been outside my entire life, barefoot on running on gravel. I mean, anything that you can do outside. Yeah. Love to hear that, man. That's, that's the best way to come up. Um, I think I saw a little waterfowl, but what is your, what is your main hunt? What's your favorite hunt? Um, my, I would say my favorite hunt was this past season. Um, I've never killed a true buck before in my life. And, um, this past season, I finally got a chance to get on a big Missouri whitetail. And, um, it was, it was a truly like, it was a fun hunt. I was by myself, um, during rifle season and it was right in the middle of the rut and a day before at the exact same time I just missed that I it it probably wasn't but in my eyes it was a 150 inch class deer I mean it was a big deer just missed him and I go back out I was like you know what I'm just gonna take a shot if I get a doe I get a doe whatever and I ended up killing a probably 140 inch deer that evening and it was it was crazy heck yeah man that's what I'm talking about and here in Missouri, right? So you were already here, at just about uh, about fifteen minutes west, uh, east of Kingdom City. No that's a good spot, though. I mean, yeah, you don't gotta, yeah, you don't gotta give up your spot, but that's awesome. Yeah. congratulations. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it was it was just really cool to to be able to do that. Maybe we'll maybe we you and I can talk about it offline, but no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take your spot. But I am oh, interested I, to it, know. It was a buddy of mine on the team was like, "Hey, um, you can come hunt with us this year." Like, never met him before, but he we had talked and stuff like that. And he said, "Hey, you can come hunt at our place." And I was like, "Okay." And I went out there, and they said, "Anything you want to kill, you kill." Like, we're gonna just make sure it's big enough. And I don't know how you could measure a big deer in uh, Missouri because all in Texas. <clears throat> Uh, the the eight points down there we think are big, but compared to up here, it's like, oh wow. Yeah. So, so let, me, let me get this straight: not everything in Texas is bigger. No, our deer, <laughs> our deer are way smaller. I mean, I I think after I cut that deer open and gutted him, I think he weighed about two hundred and fifteen pounds. I mean, he was a big deer. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. And, and a deer in Texas weighs probably out max a hundred pounds. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I had, a, oh. I, I lived briefly for a few years in Texas. I was stationed, I was in the military stationed <clears throat> Fort Hood and even in central Texas, even in the, you know, the hill country of Texas, the deer aren't, I mean, you know, they're decent size, but compared to back here in Missouri and it's it, different species. Exactly. The, the I size mean, is so it, different. I was hunting one evening, um, bow hunting and i i was gonna hunt until i couldn't see no more and i had a deer come from my right and i'm pretty sure it's the deer i killed but um it was so dark i i, I mean, there wasn't no chance of taking a shot but it literally looked like a cow walking up with like a tree branch attached to its head i mean it was just massive i was like holy cow that's awesome <laughs> that is awesome so you mentioned a teammate so yeah yeah we have what, yeah who's, uh, who's who on the team uh, is involved in the outdoors? Oh, I'd imagine I, there, that... there's a there's a lot of kids. Ty Wilmsmeyer, Brock Daniels, uh, Luke Mann is starting to get involved into to deer hunting. Um, there, there, there's just um, Ross Lovitz, Jackson Lovitz. Like we have a few guys that that love to hunt. I mean, yeah. Ty Wilmsmeyer is a big deer hunter. I mean, that's all he does is deer hunt. 
Okay. He, uh, well, put he in a good workforce his own, then. Yeah, he actually has his own YouTube channel that he does, and, and he videos every hunt and everything. I mean, he's big into it. Really? Okay, well, yeah, yeah you need to put a put a word in for us, and I'll uh, tell him I'll be reaching out to him, because that's oh, – sure I'd will. love to get it, you know. The more and more we, – we talk about this. The more athletes that not only we can give – I hate to say an insider's perspective because I don't think that's the right word, but, you know, let the fans know and the people that are listening to this, like, you know, not only are you guys student athletes for, you know, a a power five program, but, you know, you guys have lives outside of your sport and and we want to know, you know, what it is that you like to do outdoors wise to get away from sport. You know, as much as you love it, we want to know what it is that, that, you like to do in your off time you know what i mean of course yeah so i mean it's 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 big for an athlete to get away from their sport sometimes like for me getting in the outdoors is getting away from baseball because baseball is such a mental and physical game it takes so much out of you being able to go get set up in a tree and you may not see anything but just being able to sit there and clear your mind and just kind of just enjoy what god's made is is the best medicine i would say for for fixing everything. Well, I can uh, tell you, that doesn't quit just in in sports. You you grow up and you have stressful jobs the same way, buddy. That's that's exactly what yeah. you, know, you used to get away from it all. I was going to say, he sounds just like us. Well, I feel like we've said that exact same thing on the podcast before. Well, I that, mean, it's, there's nothing more than just going to sit out there. I mean, you see a deer, oh, hey, plus. You see a big shooter buck, oh, even better. But just going to get away from the out the, – the, the inner city world, I would say for me, yeah. like I'm not a big city guy. Like I hate cities. I want to be out where I can run around and do whatever I want, you know? So like, it's, it's cool to just get out and go do stuff. Absolutely. Well, I, I was going to tell you, you, you think baseball stressful. Wait till you get married. <laughs> yeah, I'm, actually, I'm actually getting married in October, so I'll be there pretty soon. Oh, sure. are you? Congratulations, Congratulations. man. That's well, awesome. We got engaged uh, July the third, so I mean it's it's coming up pretty soon. But Dylan, I, I know you talked about uh, the possibility of being drafted. Is that uh, what what Dylan Leach wants for his future? Is to go turn pro Major League Baseball? Yeah, I, I want to play baseball as long as I possibly can, and then once I'm done with it, I'm done with it. I want to live a, a good life, you know, with my uh, future wife and if we have kids we have kids but I, I i truly want to play baseball as long as i possibly can do you have a, a major league catcher that you've looked up to and wanted to mold your game around or or See, I, would you have so, somebody you, you classify with so we always get a questionnaire from major league teams and they all ask that question right there and i don't I don't ever know how to answer it because I really don't like growing up. I knew major league baseball was a thing, but I didn't ever really watch it. I mean, I saw like highlights here and there, like if you were on social media or something, but I never watch it. So like, I never truly watched how other people did things. I kind of just molded huh. my game after how I wanted to be as a player. Like I want to be that leader. I want to, I want to be that teammate that everybody needs. I want to, catch the ball this way because that's the way that feels comfortable for me. Like, and then getting to college, you start molding more and more into what the coach kind of wants you to do. And they kind of show you more and more, but I've never looked to a major league catcher and be like, okay, I want to be like that guy. 
yeah, I want to be I like was, him. I want to take his spot, but like, I don't want to, like, I don't ever look into people like that. I love that answer. <laughs> yeah, I do too. That's a competitor answer right there. I like that. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's the one. That's the answer they're looking for right there. They're like, well, yeah, hey, and that's what it's, it, it gets me every time. It's like, how do you really want me to answer this? Do you want me to tell you I want to be like that guy, or do you want me to say no? I want to be me. Like it's it's so confusing on how they want you to do it sometimes. <laughs> I bet oh, for sure. Well, for for the state of Missouri, for the last several years, you know, Yadier Molina just retired mm-hmm. on the east side, and, and then the west side, you've had Salvador Perez, uh, right? Case, that's his name. Y'all's that's, catcher for KC. That is uh, that's his name, future Hall of Famer. And so, there's been some legends for for catching in the state of Missouri, and and now they've passed the torch to you, and and you're taking off with it uh, as the the current uh, really good catcher in the state of Missouri. And man, I, I am pumped to have you uh, to be a Mizzou Tiger after talking with you to if you represent the university going forward. Uh, can't wait to see where you go and, and where life takes you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're stoked to have you, man. We really are. Not only, you know, as a, you know, as a Mizzou Tiger, but also, you know, just, I think the more outdoor athletes that we can get, I don't know, maybe more biased, but it, uh, I don't know. It just, it kind of hits home, you know, to, to have that relatability, I guess, between an athlete and, you know, you share it. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll share a, a tree stand together one day or something like that. Exactly. You know? That'd be really cool. I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy who you meet in the outdoors and kind of become friends with. I mean, I've hunted anywhere from on the coast in South Texas I used to live in Wyoming, and my dad was a guide up there. I mean, we've, we traveled to North Dakota every Thanksgiving to go goose hunting. I mean, and the, the people you meet are always going to be there if you ever need anything. Like, uh, the way the hunting hunting works, I think, is really cool. You meet people, and they're going to they're gonna truly be there for you if you need them, I feel like. 100%. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Hey, Ed, and – Budding up with with Cole here is really good because he has keys to zoos and he can put you on some <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Cole is by far the most successful member of Woodswater Mizzou. <laughs> I, Leach, I'll tell you this, man. I had the best. I had the best year of my life, and I don't know if it'll. I hope it happens again. I hope I have a better year than what I had this past year. But yeah, it, it was a very very successful year. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can just kind of keep it going. You know what I mean? Just like you guys are on the uh, on the diamond. Exactly. Now, I it was really cool this year to come up here, and I was out to how I met Brock. I hadn't met him yet because he was on the team, but we're all kind of staying in the same like um, housing complex, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I was actually outside shooting my bow, getting it tuned in for the opener of bow season here. And he came outside and he goes, "You you deer hunt?" I'm like, "Yeah, I, I do. I'm trying to find a place to hunt because." I was just going to hunt some public ground around Columbia and just try to see if I could get lucky or something. And he's like, no, man, you come out and hunt our place. Like, I, I just met him. And, I mean, we become best friends. And That's awesome. I cleaned, I've helped him clean deer. He's helped me clean deer. I mean, it's been been a good time. That is awesome. And I, I love that you said shooting your bow. We are all three archery. Uh, and so that, that fits right in with us. We, we love – talking bow hunting we do oh, yeah. and i was getting ready to ask if you're 
uh, if bow or rifle is your main discipline there? Well, I I um I use a bow. I I, I could get a better bow, but it, it worked for what I needed it to do. It's just a an older bear model, and it's kind of a smaller version because I was going on a cheap end because I didn't have much money as a college kid. For sure. And uh, so I just, I got that, and I got me a doe with it this year. So I mean that was good, but. Um, Absolutely. During during gun season, I just used my open sight forty five seventy. So I mean that worked perfect. That's another thing I think that's that cool. you know that student athletes can benefit so much from is, you know, there's there's the cliche of you know oh broke college student and and of course NIL has has kind of changed that a little bit, but the fact that you know you can go out and literally provide for yourself, you can go out and put X amount of pounds of of meat in the freezer and in my opinion, it's some of the best meat that you can get out there and obtain for yourself. And so the fact that you're able to do that, you know, and, and they're willing to do that is that's, that's huge for, for not only a college student, but a student athlete. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I think me and my three roommates, we have went through 36 pounds of deer meat. And then I gave like six pounds away to one of the coaches and I still have four or five more pounds left in there. I mean, we, literally ate it from the time I killed it till still going on it. So, I mean, it's helped save us a little bit of money too. And so it's just been, it's been good. It's good clean protein. Oh yeah. It's, it, I mean, ground meat, tenderloins, all of it. I mean, we will do anything with it. Best you can have. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to link up with you one of these days here in Columbia on one of your off days. Cause dad and I, uh, we went out to New Mexico about a month ago and we're both successful on a cow elk hunt. And so we have, on top of all the deer that we got this year, we have a lot of meat. So I would be more oh, than happy yeah. to bring you some. Uh, I'll be more than happy to bring you some. Well, that'd be awesome. Official wild game supplier of the Mizzou baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Dylan. So I want to do the same three questions for every athlete and just kind of see what your personalities are. Um, all right. First question. If you could hunt or fish one specific animal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh specific i would say uh i love hunting snow geese that has been the funnest hunting of my life and not springtime snow geese hunting them in the fall and they're coming out of canada is the best okay and uh where would you want to hunt for the rest of your life uh canada (laughs) canada that makes sense (laughs) that's a good answer we talked about that one when them birds are young and dumb, that's what I want to do. I just want to see that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I haven't seen too many decoy spreads yet. Exactly. Yeah, right, right, fresh. All right, and if you weren't playing baseball, what would you be doing? Um, That's a good question. Um, I would probably be either being a welder working or I'd be a firefighter is what I kind of really wanted to do. Both great professions. My whole my whole yeah. family is firefighters. Yeah, but I I did want to ask you on that. You said you get you're going to graduate in May in case you uh, get drafted. What what's your major? Um, I so when I transferred from so moving back up to when I started school, that way it kind of makes sense of why I'm going in May and I'm only a junior. Um, when I I left high school a year early to go to Arkansas, so. I graduated in like August and then enrolled in August in August at Arkansas. So I had brought in 36 hours anyways. 
So I was way ahead and I was doing an animal science degree at Arkansas. And when I left there to come here, it was going to take me another pretty much year and a half to graduate. And I was like, no, I won't do that. They were like, well, we can do general studies and then you can do like an animal science kind of side. I was like, perfect. That sounds great to me. So I'm going to graduate with like a general studies with like a, um, I don't know how you call it. With kind of like the animal science background. Like an emphasis kind of. Yeah. An emphasis on animal science. That's what it is. Cool. Good deal. Cool. But Dylan, do you want to plug your social media uh, for any of fans to, to kind of follow along with you? Yeah. uh, My Instagram is uh, Dylan underscore leech 15. And uh, my Twitter is uh, Z Dylan leech. Um, if you'd like to follow me, I'd love it. Uh, if you ever have any questions or anything you want to ask, I'll answer anybody. I have people message me all the time, and we'll just talk. So, I mean, I'm open for any questions anybody has. Good right. deal, man. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you coming on. It's uh, Again, it's been been great to have you on. I'm, I'm stoked that you're a uh, Missouri Tiger, and uh, keep it rolling, man. Keep, keep – uh, Keep doing great things out there on the diamond. We're excited to watch this year. Awesome. Thank you all so much for having me on here. Absolutely. Don't be a stranger. If you ever want to come back on, hang out. Oh, anytime. Out. Anytime you want me to come back, I will for sure. I love telling hunting stories and baseball and all that. So, Well, we'll we'll get we're you back, back on after the College World Series and you talk about the, the deep postseason run with Mizzou Tigers. Exactly. I, I cannot <laughs> wait for that. Like, that's – been our priority since the day one I got here. So, love it. Thank you, well, man. Let's sign you off with one thing, real quick, since you are a Missouri Tiger now. M I Z Z O U. Go Tigers. Cole, do you want to introduce our next guest? Yeah, absolutely. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Julia Crenshaw of your Missouri Tigers Lady Softball Team. Hey, Julia. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Well, Julia, we will uh, do a quick intro with you, and then we'll kind of get into let you introduce yourself, who you are, how you uh, picked Mizzou. I, we know you're you're from O'Fallon, uh, according to the school website, but mm-hmm. uh, kind of let you get into that, and then we'll probably ask you some softball questions, and then we'll get into the outdoor part of it if you're good with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, like you said, I am from the O'Fallon area. Um, big St. Louis sports fan. I'm watching the Blues game right now, actually, as I'm doing this. Um, they are having a terrible season. But yes. besides that, um, besides that, uh, I grew up playing softball um, throughout my whole life. My dad really got me into it. Um, I joined a select team where we traveled the nation. Um, was pretty successful um i got college looks from obviously here um university of texas ohio state kentucky louisville Rutgers. but um i took the visit here and it just felt like home um my family is absolutely huge to me um they're the ones that put me through everything they paid for 
all the, you know, traveling and all that stuff. So I really wanted to make sure that they could watch me as well. And I think that was one of the most really important parts of where I went. And I knew that if I went here, they could watch me every game. So that's awesome. Well, I see here you were the 2020-2021 Missouri Gatorade Softball Player of the Year. Yes, sir. Um, so that they don't just hand that award out to anybody. Uh, that's, that's a huge accomplishment. Uh, yeah, what but, comes with that? Do you get free Gatorade for life or what? <laughs> no, um, they sent a package in the mail. There was a little duffel bag that had Missouri Gatorade Player of the Year. I got a little trophy with my name, and then I got a water bottle. Oh. But but it was a Gatorade water bottle that had like my name on it and all that stuff and it was it was cool. That was pretty it cool. It was really cool. And then also the five A state champion in the javelin. <laughs> yeah, so um that I don't know, I was just kinda after school one day I was like, Man, what what kind of sticks are they throwing up there? You know, like they're spear throwing, what the heck is that? <laughs> so I went up there. And I tossed one, and I couldn't get it to stick. Like, that was my main problem. But I ended up figuring it out, and honestly, I fell in love with it. Like, it was so much fun. Um, I think it was different because I played basketball in high school, too. But I think that was really unique because it was just me. Like, I didn't have a team with me, and I've never played a sport where it was just myself. So that was definitely different. Um, But... I ended up doing surprisingly well. Um, wasn't expecting it to become – I wasn't expecting to become a state champion when I threw it the first time, you know. Like, there was – that was not in my mind. But um, I ended up actually getting recruited by Mizzou for that as well. So, I might take my fifth year and throw Jazz. That'd be awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So – Hopefully, my body allows it. I don't become an old woman, but we'll see. I don't know. Well, So, basically, Mizzou said, we don't care what you do for us. We just want you to come here. We don't care if you throw a javelin, throw a softball. We just need you to come to Mizzou. Well, actually, I, I committed before I won state, and I think that's how um, Coach Halter kind of saw me was because I won state. But he sent me something in the mail, and then I sent him an email. I was like, hey, just want to let you know, um, I am committed to Mizzou for softball. But we have talked. Um, I see him in the Matsy every once in a while, and he knows me. I know him. You know, we, we definitely stay in touch. But, um, yeah, it's definitely an opportunity that if it allows itself, I'll take it. But if not, then nothing hurt, you know. What what's your personal record for his throw on the um, javelin? Forty nine point eight two meters, which is one hundred and sixty two feet. Good night, uh, Eli Drinkwitz. We know you're a weekly listener to the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's kidding. Win. He's kidding. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's not kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pitching a hurl football. This is far. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Cole, do you want to take off on asking some more questions? Yeah. I mean, you guys have been rocking and rolling per, uh, you know, Mizzou softball fashion. Um, mm-hmm. you guys have been coast to coast, right? 
I mean, you guys yeah. been traveling all over the place. Good heavens. Yeah. That's, um, you know, we talked a little bit about softball now and, and your, you know, your athletic background. Um, but us being the show that we are, the Woods, Water, Mizzou podcast, um, we kind of want to get a little bit of background on, you know, your upbringing in the outdoors and um, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we want to give us, give us a little insight on that. Not only your outdoor upbringing, but you know, how did, how did Julia grow up? So, um, so my parents are divorced, which is totally fine. Um, people are like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. It's really okay. Um, my dad lives on a farm in Foley, Missouri with about 200, 250 acres. Um, we run about 70 head of cattle out there, um, Black Angus, and we just run kind of a cow-calf operation. Um, but he also does row crop, corn, soybeans, and I grew up out there. I loved every minute. I am my dad's only kid, so I will end up taking that over someday which I am absolutely so excited about. Um, I literally can't wait. But um, that's kind of where my background came into it. And then uh, there was, I mean, deer walking all over it. My dad has hunted all of his life. So he brought me out, man, as early as I can remember. But um, yeah, I shot my first deer out there when I was, I believe, seven years old, I want to say. Um, it was a little button buck when I think it was, uh, when I think it was antler only portion, but it's all right. Or I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't only, but it's all right. Everyone has one of those every once in a while. But, um, then my, on my mom's side, my grandparents, um, they own a farm out in Williamsburg, Missouri, which is about a half hour east of Columbia. And I go out there. I try to go out there as much as I can because that's just my little getaway from school if I need one. Um, but we do, we dove hunt out there, squirrel, rabbit, literally anything you can think of. Um, I have six cousins and they, they do the same thing. So we go out there, live our little country life and shoot guns, all that stuff. But it's fun. We have a lake out there. We like to go swimming and fishing. Um, we have a boat, nice little awesome. farmhouse, yeah. but it's, that's it's awesome. awesome. So you do well, it all. You know, that's what we're, that's we've what we're, noticed that's what the, we're after. Yeah. With uh, the athletes we interview and it's that the outdoors are a great way for them to kind of break free of the high stress, uh, world of the sport they're in. It sounds like that may be the same for you. And also, man, it is great. That you have your grandparents half an hour out with that farm to kind of break away from it all you know, oh my gosh it is awesome i oh my gosh without that i don't know where i would go because i definitely wouldn't want to drive an hour and a half back home so yeah it's nice actually last year i took about 10 of my teammates out there and it was the first time that like half of them have even fished before and <laughs> so here i hooked them up with you know, a bobber and a worm. And I was like, all right, when that sucker goes under, you just you start reeling. And here they couldn't figure out how to reel, so they just started running up the bank. <laughs> and it was, it was awesome because all of them that had never caught a fish before actually caught one. So it was really That's cool awesome. to see. Have you gotten coached out great. there yet? What'd you say? 
I said, have you gotten coach out there yet? No, no, but she's been begging to go out there. I was like, really? Mm, you we'll make it see happen about then. that. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's That's from awesome New York, that. so she does not have that type of background. Yeah. But it would be funny to see her kind of out of her her element. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what's. I mean, it's it's great, you know, to to hear that you've been in the outdoor and you know the. I guess country upbringing. Um, you know, we're all three fathers on the show, and we all three have daughters, and so it's, you know, it, it's relatable. I get. I think we all want to see our daughters, um, you know, grow up in that, uh, in that way. I guess that way of life. You know what I mean? There's, there's nothing like it, in my personal opinion. Absolutely, I think it teaches yep. you so many things that you can take through with your life, and. I don't know. People always say I learn more from being on the farm than in school, and I, I couldn't agree with them more. So are you yeah. the uh, you you the only outdoor, um, I guess involved person on the team? I know you just mentioned that, you know, you took ten of your teammates and half of them had never been fishing <laughs> before. So are there are there um, any else on the team there, that kind of involved in the is, outdoors? There is one. We have a freshman. She just came in. Um, she's awesome. Her name's Taylor Pinnell. Um, she comes from a pretty large ag background as well she's majoring in that um they have a huge farm out in kansas city um i i can't remember if like they only do row crop or if they do cow calf operation too but i know she's she's a big farm girl too that's exciting well mm-hmm. base that's your neck of the wood brother right that is, i'm gonna reach out to taylor Purnell and get her on the podcast as well absolutely <laughs> Yeah, I'll Julia, put, get I'll put in a good work for you guys. Too. There you go. There I appreciate you. it. <laughs> what What's the best or your your favorite outdoor memory? Oh man! Oh man! I have a lot. Um, I'll you can get take it. the easy way and say it was your buck you killed this year because I know you killed a good buck, right? I did, yeah. That was my first uh, buck bow kill, so that was nice. And, oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, yeah, he came from behind me out of a bean field, and I was sitting in a food plot where we had – what do we have playing there? Either radishes or turnips, I forget. But he was going to town, and luckily I got a good shot on him, and – It was funny because he didn't bleed at all, and I was so worried. Like, I mean, the arrow went through him, and there was blood there. But other than that, we didn't find a lick of blood. So I heard him. I knew he dropped somewhere, but we just had to look in the woods, and we we found him. He was laying there. So I was was getting nervous because he wasn't bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. I love – so many bow hunters that we come in contact with uh love that it's for us it is more uh i think i can speak for case and cole on this the the whole aspect of hunting is greater with the bow than than gun hunting to us personally oh 100 because you actually have to put the work into it you know like i don't know my grandparents always say anyone can go out there and pull a trigger but with a bow, you have to practice. You have to line up your sights. I mean, it's there's a lot more that goes into it than just absolutely pulling the release. But the reward is so much more greater on a bow too. 
Oh, 100%. You get a, a doe with a bow, to me, feels like getting a, a buck with a rifle. It's yep. just, you feel like, you, yeah, it's it's a it's a big accomplishment. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to do. It is. And we're, we're four for four with uh, the student athletes that have harvested uh, a deer with a bow this year. Really? So, yeah. Mizzou athletes uh, just best hunters. That's just, that's facts. <laughs> that's right. We're the best hunting school in the country. That's That's facts. That needs to be a part of the recruiting profile. Be like, all right, number one, are you an archery hunter? Yes or no. Number two, have you killed one this year with a bow? Yes or no. What type of bows do you guys have? Um, so I am I'm a really tall guy. I'm six six. So I have a bear resurgence long draw, which uh I was just excited that Bear made a, a bow for long 32, 32 inch. Um, Holy cow! Like me, so it's, it's been a great bow for me. Um, I, I absolutely love it. Can't say enough good things about it. I shoot uh, I shoot an old Browning Illusion, and a buddy I work with, uh, he always gives me crap. He's like, "Why are you still shooting that old thing?" And you need to upgrade your bow. And I'm like, "No, man." Um, old faithful. Uh, exactly yeah. i'm still whacking it stacking so there's no <laughs> there's no reason to change it if it's working right skater I, I i'm just a i, I didn't know she's gonna say anything to that and so i was looking to see if she was still on here yeah. uh, <laughs> i shoot an old bear bow nothing fancy or, or whatever but gets the job done all right i would agree I think we've put a little more emphasis this year. I personally have, or at least past couple of years on more of my arrow setup. I think, you know, most bows are fairly, you know, they all do the same thing. They're all going to shoot an arrow. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's just like when you're rifle hunting or shotgun hunting or whatever, it's, you know, the arrow broadhead setup that's changed so much of the experience and, you know, ultimately your success. Of course, a lot of it goes into practice, but. You know, if you're if you got a good setup all around, then it greatly increases your odds, in my opinion. Right. Definitely. Julie, what's your set? We never asked you. What what were you rocking with? I was a Hoyt gal, but I sold it. And what do I shoot now? A prime? I think I shoot a prime. Yeah, a prime. Do you like the prime? I my little local bow shop doesn't carry them, so I've never even picked up one. What do you think about um, it? It's nice. Mine has double cams, which I think is a little fancy, but um, (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, I bought it off Marketplace, off like the Mo Bow Hunters or whatever. And the only reason why I bought it was because the peep site was pink. (laughs) No shame. That is, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so, like, it's so me. I'm going to buy it. And it was all sided in. First time I went out with it, and it worked. So meant yeah. to be yeah, that sounds that sounds like a good buy to me i can't blame you i love orange strings and yeah i, I can't say i didn't pick the one i picked out because i had already had an orange uh side on it <laughs> right i know that case i'm shooting i got orange and gray strings on my bow right now i don't or, orange strings man it's look good to me i just think like a bow with orange strings just top notch something about it something about it well julia but, what uh what are you looking forward to the most this season Oh, man. Um, I think our conference schedule, um, it's it's a strong schedule, and I'm excited to see how we compete against those teams. Um, as you might know, we're, we're pretty young, um, but 
we have so much talent and it's just really exciting to see like we haven't even reached our potential yet and we're beating really good teams and I think that is what is it, it's it's exciting me that's for sure absolutely what, what's your walk-up song <laughs> um so they let us pick two um the first one is fishing in the dark cool and the second one is good time by Alan Jackson that, those go. are two great choices. Yeah, those are two good ones. I like that. Yeah, I tried to stick with my roots on those. So there you go. What, yeah. What, what are your your goals personally uh, for the season and uh, going future endeavors or or whatnot from there? Um, man, that's a tricky question. Kind of, because I don't really sit back and think about these things. I don't know. I just go to work every day. But um, Coach has been kind of throwing me around the diamond a little bit. Um, So the last – how many games have we played? I think we played 14. Um, I've started all 14 games at second. But I think she's planning on putting me behind the plate a little bit. So I think just making sure I'm – locked in and have one of those positions locked down wherever I am. I think that's my biggest goal. However, I can help the team the most wherever I am. Absolutely. Look at your stature. Your bat is definitely a big help. Uh, You're off to a very good start. Uh, Already five home runs, uh, batting over 340, six doubles. Like that's very impressive. Yeah, um, I don't know. Through high school, I've never really been a power hitter. So those home runs, I don't know. They kind of just flew off my bat. And I was like, man, that ball's kind of going kind of far. But and it ended up going over the fence. So I was like, oh, my gosh. Because, like, seriously, I've never really been – I've just been, like, a gap-to-gap hitter. But um, our new hitting coach – I don't know if you guys knew that we got a new hitting coach. But he's from Oklahoma State. His name's Jeff Cottrell. He is – we, we call him Wizzy because he's a wizard, um, but Wizzy's great. Um, he he individualizes us into what we need to work on, and he's just been a tremendous addition on the team. That's right. That's awesome here. I would have just said you came to Mizzou, hit the weight room, and now you, know, you went to <laughs> Gap to Gap in high school, and now you're a power hitter. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I've definitely put on some muscle since I've been here. I don't know. I Everyone says I'm still a twig, so. <laughs> well, you just show them that home run stat, and you can say, well, you know. <laughs> well, you know. I guess between Wizzy and the weight room, we're doing all right. Right. <laughs> right. I, I like the outdoors theme of saying uh, it's all the practice of pulling the bow back and shooting it. it you know, it changed your batting stance, and, and now you get your feet a little bit different and are able to get the launch. Right. Everyone says it's my farmer strength. There you so. go. <laughs> There yeah, you go. That's what, all right, that's what I'll I'll blame it on. Okay, Case, do you want to ask? Uh, yeah, I probably stole the words out of your mouth, Skeeter. But Case, do you want to ask the three yeah. questions here, and then we, we got to let Julie go. We'll do. We got the same three questions I like to ask you guys, just to kind of get a fun turn, you guys' personality. Um, but yeah, pretty simplistic. Um, if you could hunt one fish animal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Man. That's interesting. Um, 
Oh, man. I don't know. So, before I say my answer, I have to tell you guys something. My grandparents, they own five golf courses back back home. So, you know, I run those ponds all summer. I am Heck out yeah. there, sun up to sundown. Golfers are yelling at me. I don't care. But I'm spoiled out there. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't pull a bass out of there that's under two and a half pounds. And that's awesome. So, like, that that's really fun. I've pulled – I pulled some nice ones out of there, but I love crappie fishing also. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I've honestly never killed a turkey, and my boyfriend hates me for it. But he says he's going to give me one this spring, so I hope. But I love dove hunting, too. I love it. I love – I know, and I have to choose one. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I mean, that's a good enough answer for me personally, but if you got to choose one. Nope, I need I need one for the records. Probably just deer. I don't deer? know. Sitting okay. in a deer stand, it's so peaceful and it's nice. So it's a great mental reset. But yeah. that being said, uh, definitely go out with your boyfriend turkey hunt. That is that is my that's my crack. I love turkey hunting. That is my absolute. That's what favorite he thing said. In the world. Oh, it's so he great. Said the adrenaline rush is just insane, and I was absolutely like, okay, yeah. All right, it's like a drug. Yeah, it is. There's nothing like it. Having a gobbler full strut at like 20, 30 yards. Oh. There's nothing. I'm like getting. It. I'm getting excited just thinking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> I really, going, I really love it. He's going to Nebraska. Um, one of the weekends we're at home, and I'm giving him crap for it. But since he's gonna miss my games, but he's really excited, and I'm excited for him. So. Yeah, but you gotta give him crap. That's that's part of it. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> all right. Now, one specific place to hunt or fish. Oh man. Um. Honestly, I've never been to Montana, and I want to go, so I'd say Montana. There you go. That's, yeah, I think it's a great place. And then finally, if you weren't playing softball, what would you be doing? Hunting and fishing all day, every day. Great answer. My, um, no, my cousin, um, his name's Blake, but he just got on a fishing scholarship at most State, and I was like, man, if you were younger than me, I would – go be your boat buddy down there once my four years were up here but i'm excited for him and i know he'll do great so that's awesome well Khalid, do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you on your social medias uh and, and just kind of follow along or anything right. you want to plug um yeah i mean i'm on all social medias instagram's my main one i would say um Twitter to um, follow Mizzou softball and come to some of the games. Go to some games. Well, I'm going to get my yes. daughter out there this year for sure. Absolutely. Break the attendance record me. again. Let's do it. Well, Julia, thank you so much. We we appreciate it. I know you're, uh, I know you're trying to hit the hay. You guys are. Yep. Y'all are busy, so we, we really, really appreciate uh, you hopping on with us, telling your story. And Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, thanks, Julia. Thank you, Mike. Uh, let Let's go ahead and just give a general recap of uh, the game at Georgia. Tigers go down there and come out with an eighty five sixty three win. So I think it just it proved uh, our expect or it met our expectations. Uh, Absolutely. 
So, yeah, I mean, I think you kind of nailed it. We needed to win that game. We needed to win it big because, as we've learned, style points absolutely count in college basketball. And, you know, it was tight for the first half, but after that, team put the hammer down and came away with a dominant road win that they needed to have. That's good. That's what we want. It did, yeah. I mean, going into that game, it felt like, you know, it felt like a true March game. You know what I mean? March Madness, tournament time. Um, there was, I don't know, for me personally, there was a lot of anticipation. And honestly, I'm not sure why um, going into it. Not to discredit Georgia, because I feel like they've you know had some quality games. But it was any SEC game on the road need to just flat out take care of business. And they did. I mean, 41-40 at half. And then uh, in the second half, they just absolutely caught fire. Nick Honor, DeMoy Hodge, our boy Noah had a good game. Everybody, I think almost everybody all around had a very good game. Friend of the show, Noah Carter, had a very good game. <laughs> um, I'm going to plug the much as I can. No, you're right. And, again, let's not act like Georgia beat Auburn this year. That's something we couldn't do. Uh, Georgia has taken massive strides. And no, no offense to their program, but they were kind of a – Georgia basketball was kind of the the last, the very last team in the SEC. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah they, what they are was the opposite they are in basketball. They've climbed out of the cellar. They're no longer that team in the SEC, and you know that made this game a little more. Uh, I don't know, frightening is the word, but it's going to be competitive. And the fact that we were able to go out in the second half, like I said earlier, and just blow them out, man, that that's good. That bodes really well for this team. Well, and it shows that, you know, if, if this team catches fire, we've seen them, you know, this season at least at their lowest lowest point, you know, not shooting well, not rebounding well, you know, foul trouble. But that was a very good example of if they just go out, take care of business, shoot the ball well, re- do what they're supposed to do, they can beat anybody in the country. When this team is hot, when we, when we play like we did against Iowa State, if we got all our tournament games lined up to that team, Final Four team. The only problem is we it's hard to say that hot that long. It is. Um, you're going to grind out wins. Mississippi State is a great example of grinding out a win. That was not our best game, but we found a way to win it. Um, you're right, though. When this team is hot, hot, it's hard to beat us. Well, you know, we talk uh, like – we expected to win, but the way the team had been playing coming into that game, there's always the back or, you know, the thought in the back of your mind, uh, what if we're not of our shooting slump? Because since the Tennessee game, uh, you know, the two games following that at Auburn and then Mississippi state, like, well, I think Texas A&M was in there too, but yeah. Uh, there. So we, we hadn't played, uh, what we had seen earlier in the season. We hadn't played a game like that for uh, a little bit. So it's good to get back on track and, you know, get their mojo back going. And then also, you know, Coach Gates was talking and said he expects all players to be back before the season's over with. And that is huge uh, because I was – I had already written off uh, seeing Isaiah Mosley play for our Tigers again. Uh, but he even mentioned him specifically and said he, he should be back before the season's over with. So uh, that that just adds a complete another element to our offense, another 
very strong scoring opportunity that the defense has to account for. And oh, absolutely. So, uh, it's trending in a good way again for Mizzou basketball. And when you look at the standings, there's a very real possibility we can get to fourth and get the double by an SEC tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to root for Arkansas, which is a weird feeling. But, um, yeah, we went out. Arkansas helps us out. We can very much get that double by, and that is massive. Especially in year one. Of yeah. Under, you know, under a new head coach, year one, that's enormous. Well, looking to this Saturday, we go to Baton Rouge uh, to take on LSU, and LSU's been the laughing stock but <laughs> – Last week they beat Vanderbilt in case. Is Vanderbilt a good team? Vanderbilt is a good team. <laughs> our, our weekly Vandy plug. Uh, so that was shocking. Uh, but it goes to show you no game you can take for granted. No game is won on paper. You have mm-hmm. to go out there and play. Uh, so we need to go down to Baton Rouge and show them who the true Tigers of the SEC are. And if you remember, we beat them handily because we were hot shooting the ball. Um, if we're not we're not that team, I don't know what happens because they've got some really good inside guys. Uh, obviously, you mentioned Mos- if Mosley comes back, man, our half court game gets so much better. I think we're hard to stop in that. But if he's not, we've got to have three point ball working. That's what beat him last time. And as we all know, winning on the road in the SEC, even even when you're playing LSU, who I. I I'm not trying to diss their fan base at all. I just you gotta assume being two and fourteen, not a lot of folks are finding time on a on a Wednesday night to go to an LSU basketball game. Yeah. Wednesday uh, night at eight PM, but it is Wednesday night at eight PM is a senior day. I don't know. Um Well I don't know if people saw I, I saw it on my Twitter because I'm a Saints fan and so you know, get a lot of LSU news on there from people's likes, but uh they set the PMAC attendance record over the weekend, but it was for the women's basketball. They put more butts in the seats for women basketball than their basketball arenas ever had. Well, uh, good for them. If that you the state of their men's basketball program. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're one and four in their last five games. Uh, they last uh, on the 22nd, and then uh, Saturday they lost at Old Miss, and Old Miss is right there with them at the bottom of the SEC standings. So they're the only uh, team. Oh no, the South Never mind. They they lost their mojo from the Vandy game, and it's it's just like the Georgia game. Just we need to go in there. Uh, the the last three games of the year here, we just need to go in, put our nose down, and and go to work. We do can't let up. Um, man, what do you guys think? Is it, Are you guys almost a little more frightened playing the two bottom teams at SEC than you would be playing two middle teams? Absolutely. Right? It's I don't want to say I've trap game. It for, it's not a trap game, but it's – you know what I'm I've saying? I've said it for three weeks now that you cannot lose this game in Baton Rouge. Can't do mm-hmm. it. Mm-mm. I don't care if we're a tournament lock already. I don't care if – you know, it's not going to – obviously, if we lose in Baton Rouge, it's not going to do anything for seeding, but 
make it that much more money. You know what I mean? They don't take into account the net or Torvik or whatever, whatever other spreadsheet, you know, thing you want to look at, but it, it just flat out comes out to winning games. And if you lose down a bad region, it makes it that much more difficult to grab a top four seed and a double buy. Absolutely. And I feel like, and you guys, I'm sure the fan base, this is biased with Zoo Homer talk. I feel like a lot of these talking heads already want to bury us. Like they want to put us in the nine seed. They want to, you know, they really like this team, easy first week out. You lose one of these games and they are sitting back like, what I tell you? What right, I tell exactly. you? This team can't hang. And I, I want to prove them wrong. I don't want to hear that anymore. I, we got to win these games. I, I think I think cleaning up these last two games, even if Argy doesn't help us out to get the double by, cleaning up these last two games goes a long way in finalizing your seeding. It does. And this, like, this speculation to tournament seeding reminds me so much of the bowl talk. Like, yeah. you know, oh, well, you know, they're going to – they're you know, going to pair them with this team because they beat this person, this person, and, you know, they regionally, they should be here, but I'm just tired of, you just need to win, win the games, and I guess let the quote-unquote experts figure the rest out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the best policy. I was going to ask y'all, since we are getting close to March Madness, and I know there's a lot to take place between now and then, would you rather – be the 8-9 seed and your second game uh, go up against the number one seed or would you rather fall in the 6-7 and be in the bottom half of the bracket where you would have to beat the two and the three seed? I see what you're saying because if you beat that if you get that uh, one seed next and you beat them you're basically cakewalking to an elite eight. I don't know. But man, mm, yeah. you know what? I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say give me give me the uh, playing the one seed because I figure if we can get there and we get one of those hot shooting days where we're just raining threes, then we we might be able to beat them. I say the opposite. Give me the six seven seed um, because looking at the potential number one seeds this year, I don't think we match up well with any of them. Um, and I think we have a better shot of matching up at least better with, you know, a two or three seed uh, if we get a first round, you know, first round win. My my nightmare scenario would be in the Purdue bracket playing Purdue and Coach Martin's son hits a game winner against us. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. Oh, That's a good point. Man, I didn't either. And, and he was, too. Uh, Coach Martin game. is, yeah, just sitting behind the bench, like, is pumping. <laughs> That's funny. I hadn't even thought about that. Get more oh. out of him by his son hitting a game winner against Mizzou than he ever was. <laughs> yep. Uh, that is my nightmare scenario I've already dreamt up in my head. <laughs> That's, a real, That's a real possibility, I guess. But, I mean, we've got, obviously, the the two regular season games left and then at least one sec tournament game. So we still have some games to talk about before we get there, but it is coming up. Uh, there's a lot of projections going out and, uh, we're, we're falling a lot in the eight, nine range right now. And I think it's going to take some sec tournament wins to 
get us above that. I don't think beating LSU or beating Ole Miss is going to move us up. We can only go down losing to them. So yeah, um, that's a good point. And I mean, historically, we have struggled in the SEC tournament. I don't think we've made it past the second round in quite some time. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Years, I believe, would be the last time. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. You knock off a couple of them and you get past that. They, they may help solidify us. We've got we've got an uphill battle for seeding this whole time. You can yeah. tell by the way we're not ranked. You can tell that they they don't really want to buy into us. And you're right. We've got to do more than the average team to get this to get the fair seeding. Uh, the the one thing you can say the seeding rankings don't matter. You're in the tournament. You just have to win, and you get to play again. Mm-hmm. Regardless, if you're the one seed, we saw what happened with the high seed when we were the two. You know, so uh, just go in there and, and win, and that's how you advance and you know get to the Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight, and hopefully we can finally break through to that Final Four. Yeah. Just win, baby. That's it. Just win. Just win, baby. But baseball, uh, Dylan talked about that. They they lost the opener of the four-game series against FIU. And then they come back and, and three wins. Uh, <clears throat> I do want to touch on that, that Saturday, or it may have been Sunday, uh, Sam Horn came into pitch and left with some elbow soreness. Uh you know, we, we, we talked about this before the beginning of baseball season that uh, what if he goes out here and hurts himself pitching? And, you know, just nightmare scenario for Mizzou fans of him playing baseball and a lot of, lot of hope for him on the football field. But it seems he's avoided a major injury from what Drinkwitz is saying. But y'all got to tell me, Y'all were nervous when you saw the news, right? Was I nervous? Uh, yeah, I don't know. What what all I thought in my head though was that somewhere Jake Garcia is rubbing his hands together. <laughs> He's like, "This is my chance, man." Uh, yeah, I was nervous for sure. Especially, you know, you hear so much of elbow injuries and you know the recovery time and. But the fact that it's come out that it's just form strain and he was limited today in practice. Hey, thumbs up. I watched I'm the highlights and don't get me wrong, there wasn't a ton of highlights. But he didn't look like he was doing any, any less than uh than Jay Garcia was. You know what I mean? They both weren't yeah. in pads, they both were just kind of like taking snaps and like throwing the ball around. I think Jake probably took a little more snaps, but it really wasn't he was that like light, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't. I'm sure y'all saw the video football put out yesterday, and I mean, I, I love the basketball and what they're doing. Love the baseball team's strong start, uh, Julia and the softball girls. But man, did that not make you ready for football season? Oh, to, right. Uh, that was a video. Um, um, pulled on the emotional strings a lot watching it. I chewed up a little bit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. At the end, when Bolton picked up that ball and ran in for the Super Bowl highlight and the Miz, the Chiefs parade, I teared up a little bit. Yeah, 
That was a lot. I know that was some great work for sure. Mm-hmm. And then wrestling uh, has the Big 12 tournament kickoff this weekend. Uh, and I don't know if y'all saw the seeds. We have a lot of high seeds. I think only one number one seed because Keegan O'Toole lost a car, so he'll be the two uh, because Carr's an Iowa State wrestler, so he'll he'll be at the tournament as well. But uh, there's there's a lot to build off of, and to go to the NCAA tournament and be in it for the for the team, but also uh, come home with some some natties there. So I'm excited for it. Possibly going to ride over to Tulsa and and watch a little bit. You're going to be our uh, eyes on the ground there. You're going to come back with a full report for us. You go there, and I'm going to the Mizzou game on Saturday. So, Well, might to go and and watch, uh, meet up with the softball team and, and cheer along with them. There you go. Look but, at you. Uh, did y'all have anything outdoors related to, to talk about that we uh, just personally – any? Any scouting, any anything to talk yeah. about? I want. I took the. I took my blur out scouting with my wife this weekend. Um, be honest, I didn't get as much done as I want, you know, because toddlers. But uh, I put her up in her first tree stand, and that that was pretty fun. She, I mean, she loved it. She loved sitting up there. She was talking a lot. She would have scared off anything that would come by, anyways, if it was a real situation. But uh, no, I went out there and. Um, just checked around to see if I could find anything where the turkeys were. I probably need to go back and do a little more, but um, just great getting out there, looking around, and seeing what the what the winter has done to the the farm. Yeah, yeah. I've just been kind of hitting the uh, the reset reset or transition, if you will, pulling stands and uh, yep. pulling stands, pulling uh, trail cameras, and just kind of letting the woods rest. Um, but man, the weather's been so nice here that I'm thinking I need to. Maybe start doing a little fishing earlier than I had anticipated. Absolutely. I usually don't start this early, but I don't know, we'll see. Check Smithville right. Lake out here. I no, I'm, to... uh, I'm all in on I'm all in on Mizzou Sports right now. That's that's getting my outdoors. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say I went out this past weekend to try to do some shed hunting and uh, I didn't find any work. We're still it's right around the time they're going to start dropping down here. They haven't really gotten the full swing of it. Usually the second week of March uh, it's, it's pretty good, but I wanted to be kind of early out there. And tomorrow is actually the end of my bow season down here and kind of having in mind to get off work and go and just uh, one more last rendezvous until September. Might Absolutely. As well. I'm so jealous of that. Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, but it's going to be like almost 80 and I think we have some thunderstorms going in tomorrow night. So, but you know, it, it would be cool to, to get one more. And, uh, what if it was a buck? And when I picked up the antlers, take the picture, they fell off in my hands. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's possible, I guess. No, to go down, take a look. I know different climates, Northern Missouri versus Arkansas. Um, and I was sitting there with my kid, and we saw three big does run by the field we were sitting in. So they're still moving, you know. Yeah. They're still out there. I say go for it, because come 
July, June, July, you're going to be like, man, I'm ready to do some deer hunting. Absolutely. I already missed it. Yeah. But turkey's coming up. Well, fellas, it is a huge show for us this week. I can't thank Dylan Leach and uh, Julia Crenshaw enough coming on. Uh, I look forward to more student athletes getting out. And how awesome is it that here we are, grown men, you know, working nine to fives and whatnot and having families. And we're able to connect with student athletes from the University of Missouri and talk common ground it's it's awesome it is cool i'm so i'm so glad so many are interested in just talk talking some hunting it's so cool to me do do we want to drop a hint on our guest for next week that's on you that's on to you yeah go for it well uh i don't want to say any names but i will do a little da-da-da-da-da-da there you go We'll leave it at that. Leave it at that. And hopefully the schedules work up and we're able to go through with it. But uh, once again, thank you, Dylan and Julia and uh, Case and Cole. Uh, appreciate y'all as always. Of course, man. Absolutely. And uh, M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Go Tigers. Y'all take care.